0: today rough greens if you're a dog owner it means taking care of your pet it means more than just giving him food and water your pet is part of your family i've been telling you a while now about how rough greens changed my dog's uh, life uno for the better he's one of the pickiest eaters i've ever seen uh and uh, we started giving him rough greens and he eats his food and he licks his bowl clean It's quite a remarkable thing. Yeah, and not every dog is like that. And you think of dogs just like these
1: ravenous creatures. As soon as you pour food in there, yeah, a lot of dogs just do not want to touch the food you give them. You put rough. I don't know. I mean, I I mean, it looks good. It sure smells good.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I could eat those Mm. kibbles forever. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay for is the shipping. Uh, if your dog will eat it like, like Uno does, then order a full bag of Rough Greens and try it out. You'll, you'll be amazed in a couple of months the difference in your dog. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right, get ready for the amazing broadcast. and welcome to Tuesday. Uh, It is... uh, It's amazing what's happening in the world. Amazing what's happening on the good side and the bad side. And I want to share both sides with you. Uh, I think there are great things that are coming because the, the darkness is unhinged and unleashed and people are seeing it. And that is an opportunity to, as Martin Luther King said... Put goodness side by side with darkness. When you see good versus evil, the American people will always choose good. But we have real evil to show now. So let's show a little of that, but also let's show the good. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program Relief Factor. Patricia lives in uh, Michigan. She'd gotten used to regular but brutal pain in her knees and her hips. As she got older, she noticed she was having a hard time just doing what she usually did. Just walking was painful for her. She heard about Relief Factor on my show. She was a little skeptical that it would work for her. She thought, well, I might as well give it a shot. Just see what happened. To Patricia's astonishment, it turns out that 72 is young enough to be out of pain. She said, "Within a few weeks of taking relief factor, she was back to normal. These days, she has no trouble getting out of bed. She doesn't have any pain when the weather changes. She's happy." Patricia, I'm so glad that you tried this. I'm so glad that you're out of pain. Thank you so much for listening and just giving it a whirl. Uh, as Patricia knows, and I know, it works. Now, 70% of the people who order it go on to order more. Now, they order it for a three-week trial pack. And I'll tell you right now, they tell you. After three weeks, if it's not working for you, it's probably not going to. But 70% of the people go on to order it month after month. Why would you do that unless it works? Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. So I want to take you uh, down a storyline here. Uh, the State Department is saying that there are only about 200, uh, 200 people that are American citizens left. Um, that's, that's interesting. Um, that's really interesting. Um, uh, because I, I just happened to know that uh, a plane uh, took off uh, yesterday uh, with I think about 50 Americans, so now down, down down to uh, 150 Americans. Apparently, apparently. Um, now I don't think that's the only plane that took off yesterday with Americans clamoring to get onto the flight. Uh, but uh, maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just me. I mean, who are you going to trust? I want to I want to share something from the New York Times. Um what voters in California's swing district say about Afghanistan New York Times The Battleground District even some Trump supporters say they were hesitant to hold President Biden accountable for the casualties and the chaos in the US pullout from Afghanistan Brenda and Leo Ortiz had paid enough attention to the news from Afghanistan that it was hardly a surprise when their 11-year-old son asked them a question How could so many Americans be killed last week Ms. Ortiz, 41, tried her best to explain, giving their son a brief history lesson on Osama bin Laden, the Taliban and ISIS. But by Saturday, Ms. Ortiz was focused on more personally pressing matters. Her three children were completing their first month of in-person schooling since the start of the pandemic. She was saddened by the death of Americans, but she wondered aloud how we could possibly focus on a crisis on the other side of the world when there was more than enough to worry about in the United States, in her own backyard. Okay, I would like to address anyone who's thinking like Ms. Ortiz, because I'm overwhelmed as well. We all are. You know, we're the only country in the world that is struggling with how do we put our kids back into school with uh, COVID? We're the only ones that are still thinking maybe they shouldn't go. The only ones in the world. There's a lot of stuff. That is a manufactured crisis, a lot of stuff that we're dealing with that we shouldn't be dealing with. But let me tell you why this is so important, and I'm going to start with the president's dog. There is a story in The Federalist today that just is is making a very good point about a press conference um, where uh, it was on Friday where Jen Psaki, the press secretary, um, answered a question about. The, the president's dog. Now, the president's dog is really kind of an insignificant matter, isn't it? I mean, I don't really care. I don't even know the dog's name. Do you know the dog's name? I love dogs. I don't know the dog's name. Do you? I don't know. Okay. Do you, what do you know about the dog? <laughs> Incredibly little. I don't even know what kind of dog it is. Okay. okay? I don't care about the president's dog. So Why? Why was a reporter from the New York Post asking about the president's dog? The president's dog is named Major. Okay. And two months into the administration, Major was, quote, surprised by a Secret Service agent and really kind of trying to adapt to the new surroundings of the White House and all of these strangers. And so they major bit a Secret Service agent. I do remember this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Still don't care, right? I've got too many things to worry about. Oh, the president's dog was adapting to new surroundings, bit the Secret Service agent. Let's move on. However, that's not the story. That's not the story. As we have found out now, the dog has bitten eight Secret Service agents and has bitten people In their Delaware home. So the dog is not uh, trying to familiarize itself and freaked out by all of the strangers. Something's wrong with the dog. Now, I'm not going to get into that. I don't really I don't care that I feel bad. I don't know what's happening with the dog. But they said that, that they had to get him to Delaware to have some retraining. Because he bit this one Secret Service agent. We now know that it's eight Secret Service agents. And the dog has a history of doing this. Okay? So why am I talking to you about the stupid dog? Because when they were asked about it, all they said this Friday when it came out that, oh, there were eight Secret Service agents and there's a history of this dog doing it, They were asked, how can we believe you about anything if you would lie about something that nobody cares about? Okay, that's a really important question. Well, uh, she said, I'm really glad that you're bringing up the president's dog because it's such an important issue to the American people. <laughs> okay. again, not answering it. Of course not. OK, and throwing it away that if you didn't know what the question really was, you would think the New York Post. What a stupid question. It's not a stupid question because it's not about the dog. It's about if you lie about the stupid things, the little things. How can we trust you on the big things? There is I, I thought about uh, I thought about the gods of the copybook headings today. I've talked about that for years. If you've never read it, you should. But the copy headings were things like water will wet us and fire will burn. And there were the things that when you had in the old days, when you were t- taught cursive writing, these truths would be up at the top and you would copy them. OK, and you're cursive. We've all done, well, we all did this. If you're my age, we all did this. But there were truisms like water will wet, fire will burn, God is good, things like that. And the story of the copybook headings is there comes a time, uh, and he's predicting, there will come a time when everything is upside down. And we don't believe anything that used to be known to be true. For instance, women get pregnant. Not guys. Women get pregnant. And he said that the longer those lies take root and the deeper they take root, the harder the fall. Uh, and so I thought about this because Aesop, Aesop, you know, we, we used to learn things from fables. Aesop taught A liar will not be believed even when he speaks the truth. This is why the left does everything they can to discredit people like me. People, anybody that you trust that disagrees with them, they immediately discredit. Because if you can't believe the small things, you can't believe the big things. And even when a liar is telling the truth, Nobody believes them. This is why this is so important. Because how are we supposed to if they lie about little things? And I go back to Ms. Ortiz. I'm so worried about so many things. Yes, but how many of those things are real? How many of those things domestically are real? How many of those things are being caused by this administration? But they're lying to you. Do you really believe that domestic terror, the biggest threat of domestic terror, is going to come from a Klansman? I, I've seen one Klansman in my life, and he was at a rally and it was him. Okay, he was all by himself. I'm not saying that there aren't clansmen; there are, and they are dangerous. But you really think, with what's going on in Afghanistan, that's the that's where our Department of Homeland Security, that's where our intelligence agency should be focusing all of their problems and all I mean all of their uh, time on? Do you really think that? the economy is going to get better? Do you really think that, oh, no, everything's, no, there's not not a problem with um, inflation. They're lying to you. Oh, no, we can print as much money as we want because we're not really printing it. We're digitizing it. That's a joke. They're lying to you. Do you really think they got all of these people out of Afghanistan? Afghanistan? That there's only 200 now, today, probably only 100? I can testify to you. I know the truth. They're lying to you. Do you really think that your kids should wear masks at home with you? Do you really think that uh, uh, this quarantine that, thank God, Australia just gave up on Where everybody's got to stay in this inside. Do you really think that's true? Or is that a way to control you? They're lying to you. Here's what's really going on. By the way, I told you yesterday about the Marine that criticized the military leaders and said that he just was demanding accountability. Do you know what happened to him? I mean, before he resigned? He was ordered to go uh, to, uh, to undergo a mental health screening because there might be something wrong with his mental health for asking for accountability. Yeah, he's sick. They're lying to you. The Taliban, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's a new Taliban. It's a new Taliban. We're not leaving. They, they, they are. They're different this time. They're lying to you. How do I know? Try this story out. An Afghan folk singer, folk singer, been executed by the Taliban after days after they uh, declared that music would now be forbidden. His family told the Associated Press that he was shot dead on Friday when enforcers returned to his home after earlier searching it and drinking tea with him. They shot him in the head on the farm. He was innocent, a singer who was only entertaining people. The grieving son said about his dad, he played a bowed lute and sang traditional songs about his country. It was 60 miles outside of Kabul. Music. Is forbidden now. And if you sing or play, you will be executed. Laura Logan reports from a senior U.S. source house to house executions in Kabul following U.S. military departure. I'm going to tell you what is happening to the homosexuals in Afghanistan. And I ask, why why is this broadcast the one that will tell you what's happening to the homosexuals because I hate homosexuals, right? That's what that's what everybody says. I don't care. I issued a challenge again last night. I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. Do you ever get tired of feeling like your voice isn't being heard? Like the woke left has crept literally into every corner of your life, infecting everything with its toxic agenda? Yes. When did it become business as usual for big mobile companies to be donating a part of your bill to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood? It is time for the madness to stop. There are things that you can do. You are not powerless. But unless you send a clear message with your dollars, nothing will change. We are bad at this. This is why we've been railroaded. Cancel your mobile phone service today and switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They will make it easy for you to do. You're going to save money. You're going to get the same cell service. You're going to get better customer service. Again, did I say you're going to save money? 972-PATRIOT is the phone number. Call them 972-PATRIOT. Or go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You'll get free activation if you use the offer code Beck. They have special discounts for veterans, first responders, multi-line discounts. You'll support a company that loves America, shares your values, and fights for them. Cancel, cancel your big mobile subscription today. And switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. 10-second station ID. (laughs) So what's happening to the homosexuals? You're not hearing anything about this, are you? Isn't it weird? They're killing a folk singer. What do you think they're doing to homosexuals?
1: They killed another comedian, too, right? It was a comedian. I believe they murdered as well the other
0: day. So Please, not the one that we talked about last week. Were you part of those conversations? I, we were trying to save a comedian.
1: I know. Uh, uh, the reason <sighs> The reason I was aware, uh, made aware of it was uh, the Bill Maher monologue from the other day that we played a clip of at the end of the show yesterday. In there, he talks about how a... Um, I can give you I can give you the name here. Okay. If so like if
0: it. no, please don't. Um, so uh, uh, if they're killing comedians, if they're killing people who are singing folk songs in their at their farm, what do you think they're doing to homosexuals? Well, I'll tell you. Two guys who were openly uh, gay, I don't think they were married. I think they were actually planning on going someplace so they could be married um, Uh, One of them was picked up in the middle of the night because they know they know they know they know you're living against God's law. They took the lover and they tortured him and then they chopped him up in pieces and scattered him in the street with a notice that said this is what happens to homosexuals. And then they notified the other lover and said, we're coming for you. Now I issued a, a, an offer again. I'm working with people all over the world. I was on the phone with Zimbabwe at five o'clock this morning. I'm working with people. I don't, I don't care who you voted for. Do you believe in human rights? Do you believe that everyone has a right to live? Then let's work together. We might disagree on everything else. I issue, again, a challenge to Glad. I've done it once before. They turned it down. Because they care more about wedding cakes and power than they do about people being thrown off of buildings or hacked into pieces in the street. I have airplanes. Do you want to see if you can organize and get some people onto an airplane? I doubt it. I doubt it. It is time for America to wake up and see the lies that you have been taught by people who have been expecting you just to fall in line. Some people, some people mean what they say and put their words in actions. Others don't mean it at all. And they silence the words of people who disagree. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right. Let me tell you about my two old trucks. I've got a couple of old trucks up at the farm and um, they are uh, they're not they wouldn't be around right now if it wasn't for car shield. Let's put it that way. I've probably saved ten thousand dollars on repairs for stupid things. A chip that went gone uh, that went bad and had to replace it. And it cost a fortune. I probably would have said it's not worth fixing. Just I'll get another one. And then I would have had payments on another truck. I don't want payments. I want my truck to go until the doors fall off. And then if I can tape the doors on, I will. Car Shield helps you through all of this. They have saved a ton of money for me and they're doing the same for millions of americans for a covered repair car is the best they take care of the repair with your choice of the mechanic roadside assistance rental cars it's a breeze and it'll save you thousands of dollars get coverage today and see why car cars go further visit carshield.com slash save 10 percent. carshieldcom slash deductible may apply Okay, it's
1: blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription
0: to Blaze TV. We welcome Pat Gray to the uh, Mm -hmm. Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray, host of uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, where you can find that on Blaze Mm -hmm. TV or any place you can find your podcast. Yeah, you hear uh, a lot about how great things are going right now, so, right? Yeah, yeah, we're right? taking a completely
2: different tack. Uh, a lot of people are saying this isn't going well. Really? I'm, I'm going the opposite direction. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Right? I think. I'm, right. What could you do that's better? So you're not telling the truth about the
1: negative side of this, which is the media is saying things aren't going perfectly, and and yeah. that's bad. They right. deserve the Biden administration deserves their props. The, exactly. Okay. So exactly. Give us a, let's is everybody give them, dead?
0: Let, no. No. There's not people yet. that are alive. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, That's a good way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. There's Not a few musicians still alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. right. I'm sure there's a and few comedians. homosexuals that are you know maybe. still feeling comfortable walking and, the streets yeah. right and like we've right.
1: never tested this like we don't know how the tal maybe the taliban will be fantastic if they just have a bunch of helicopters and drones maybe that right. was the weakness of right. the society correct. before right. correct well, and they- you know
0: what let's go to let's go to the department of state and secretary blinken you know the taliban as he said yesterday has to earn its international legitimacy <laughs> and support And, you know, I think we need to give them time. Yes. You know, I was watching
1: some incredible footage today of our soldiers walking into the airport in Kabul and looking at their helicopters. And then... I realized, no. No, that's not them. <laughs> it's not them. That's, that's the, the Taliban. Taliban in our yeah. uniforms yeah. Yeah. with yeah. our helicopters and uh-huh. our equipment. However, <laughs> I was like,
2: wow, we're giving. No. They're dressed a lot better than they used to be. Much better. And they drive around town in nicer vehicles. Is it so...
1: possible it was
2: the vehicles and the outfits that were the problem
1: last and yes. time? And the lack of yes, Black
0: is. Hawk helicopters. Right. Yes. You yeah. Know?
1: <laughs> like, maybe they needed a bird's eye view to understand they shouldn't be raping women in the streets. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Who knows? We've never tried maybe. it.
0: And there's only 30, there's only like 34 countries that have more Blackhawks now than the Taliban. So I think that's, that's maybe good. the problem this that, whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have
2: 42,000 more trucks. They could open a used car dealership. Oh, yeah, that, that could that really could bring in some revenue. It could. Yeah. it could. You
0: look at the prices of uh, used cars oh, today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yes. And, yes. you know, they had the uh, the MD530s. Those are, they have 43 of those uh, helicopters. And last night, these guys are such characters. Uh, they <laughs> were strapping people to the skids. And then just mm. uh, flying with the people strapped to the skids. <sighs> yeah. And sometimes, you know, those, those ropes accidentally got loose. Oh, and boy. they fell to their death accidentally. Uh, no, other no. times, they just landed on them. Uh, so it, oh, was okay. it was great. It was great. They got 43 of those helicopters. So they can provide all kinds of entertainment. Oh, man. These guys are so evil. And yeah. we, are, yep. we are, you know, it's, we all knew. That you're not going to be able to take care of a country that won't fight for themselves, okay they have to mm-hmm. want it, but you are seeing that there are cities that are pushing them back. thirty cities push these guys out, yeah, and there are they yeah. are standing up. We just left a complete vacuum. We could have easily left just a few people there at our air base just so they knew. You know what? Things get really bad. Uh, I guess we're just going to call the Americans and they'll just drop a few bombs on you. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with that deterrent. We just even if it for six months, Mm -hmm. we just left them, just left them. And don't listen to the government. We left Americans behind. Oh uh, even, yeah. Hundreds. I mean even the government is admitting that.
1: I mean they can't file two hundred. They're saying they only,
2: it's only two hundred. Yeah. But,
1: but we know crap. We know it's more than one.
2: You know more the, than zero is is uh, is not appropriate. The Biden interview with Stephanopoulos the other day, Stephanopoulos said to Biden, and he didn't challenge it, there are ten to fifteen thousand Americans left there. Right. Ten to fifteen thousand. Now Blinken said we've gotten as many as six thousand out. That leaves
0: four to nine thousand people, right? Still there? Unless they Four were to nine thousand. Unless they were lying when they had fifteen thousand. When mm-hmm. they said they had fifteen thousand, are they were they lying then, mm-hmm. or are they lying now? Right. Gee, I don't know because they will lie about everything. Yeah. And the only way this ends, we all know how this ends, which is, of course,
1: that. Over time, the media, to to back up Joe Biden, that this wasn't so bad, starts turning the Taliban into the good guys in this conflict against ISIS-K, and then we start funding the They're Taliban to it. fight ISIS-K. Has to be the way this ends. It is already happening. Yes. I would not be surprised. I mean, obviously, we're funding them with $85 billion of military equipment. Happen- but I'm saying,
0: I'm saying, Stu, outwardly occurring it now. It happened mm-hmm. with the president's speech last week. He already did it. He said this, these bombings were ISIS and the Taliban, it was mm-hmm. protecting us. Right. Uh, you know, excuse me, but I happen to know exactly how that airport was working. There were three Taliban checkpoints to get to the Abbey Gate. You had to go through three choke points. All right. Did, did, does the Taliban n- not know what a suicide vest looks like? I'm
1: saying it was a f- what, 25 or 50 pound suicide yeah, vest. Enormous, giant one, basically. enormous. Yeah. They allowed that to go through. I'm sorry. It's certainly, I'm certainly suspicious of that. But what I'm saying is like ongoing military support, ongoing yeah, uh, uh, humanitarian support. They're going to become our buddies again. Or did, uh, this is what happens in these conflicts. We're going we're gonna, to listen to this. Did you hear the nothing. speeches from the military officials after we pulled out? Yeah. They're like, oh, the Taliban was fantastic. <laughs> I mean they were great. They really helped us. I mean, it's I didn't get everybody at these checkpoints, but wow, what a great job they did. I mean they're they're acting like it was like they, they did. Hey, my people. son did a good job at the Little League game this week. Good job. Good job, son. Good job, Taliban. Thank you for helping us. Like this is pathetic. Are we the United States of America? I can't no. g- I I, no, we're, I we're apparently not anymore.
2: Apparently not. And Fox is reporting that they've got an American hostage right now. The Taliban oh, and they has an have American a contractor.
1: They have for a long time, and we couldn't mm-hmm. even we couldn't even get the hostage out as part of this pullout right. deal. We couldn't even get that, and they keep asking about it. And they're saying we're not going to leave anybody behind. You know, you're leaving this person behind, and we can't even get with these incredible negotiations we're having with the Taliban. We can't even get the known hostages out. I mean, it's inc- it's in- insane that this has happened. It's and and he owns every little bit of it and the media is going to they've done a halfway decent job when the crisis was going on. But now that American troops are out of there and now that there's no longer any active danger at that airport where all the the rehabilitation will start. It's going to start and they're going to start saying how actually it was an amazing it was a historic airlift. It was the biggest ever in history. They deserve all this credit and -hmm. it's going to continue and continue until until. Joe Biden was the hero of this war and the Taliban are our are, are close confidants in our tough war. Who punch above their weight. They punch above <laughs> their weight. You know, we thought they were bad for a while, but that was probably yeah. George Bush's fault
0: after all. Mm-hmm.
1: After all, it was an inside job, as we all know.
0: I thought we were going to get good news from Pat. I thought that's what he was doing. Oh, you thought, didn't find that to be? <laughs> uh, no, I don't really? really find that good huh. news. I, I'm really? still looking for the good news. <laughs> Weird. Did you guys see the Washington Post um, article uh, where they are saying, we don't know? I mean, what is what's wrong with Trump voters? They they should be all over. Now, now I can't I can't tell if this is a parody or not. So you tell me. If Trump voters cared a whit about substance, they'd be swooning for Joe Biden right now. Uh, In ways both enthusiastic and reluctant, President Biden has pursued a surprisingly Trump agenda. He has implemented the rapid and complete withdrawal from Afghanistan that former President Donald Trump negotiated with the Taliban. He maintained Trump's tariffs against China on metal imports. He continued a Trump policy that allowed the rapid deportation of asylum seekers. Oh, my gosh. He achieved the longtime Trump goal of massive infrastructure spending deal and continued Trump's packed practice of heavy deficit spending. He's furthered Trump's coddling of the Saudi regime regime by letting it off the hook for murdering uh, the journalist Jamal Khashoggi and Russia by greenlighting the gas pipeline to Germany that circumvents Ukraine. He's left in place. Trump's hardline Cuba policy. Uh, So where's the love from the MAGA crowd? (sighs) Those aren't the things that we loved about no. uh, it said the likely reason for this is obvious and depressing. Trump voters weren't attracted to him because of his policies, but because of his tribal partisanship and because they like Trump's style, his attacks on the institutions, government by tweet, the violent talk and yes, white nationalism. Oh, <laughs> That's, that, oh, is, that is that is incredible let's just go through this list shall we uh he's implemented the rapid and complete withdrawal from afghanistan that former president donald trump negotiated with the taliban Uh, just so you know um no one was for this kind of an exit strategy this is a disaster most americans would agree they didn't want to be in afghanistan anymore But not if this was the cost. By the way, um, Donald Trump didn't go 40 hours without returning the phone call to the prime minister of our biggest, longest ally, England. He didn't rape all of our allies to the point to where they won't do business with us anymore. By the way the taliban killed one person one person before he was going back to meet with them and he said i won't meet with them and all of those people are dead one person was killed by the taliban and he said they're dead and guess what they were (laughs) now so don't give me this that that joe biden has done the trump agenda with the taliban uh, he's continued the Trump policy that allows for rapid deportation of asylum seekers. Are you kidding me? Are you t- really trying to t- convince the American people that our border is as secure as it was? Do you know <laughs> under under um, Barack Obama, his worst month was 10,000 people coming over the border? You, and we all remember that month, don't we? Hmm. That was the worst month And it was kind of an anomaly because it went back down the next month. The last five months on our border have been between 12 and 20,000 people coming across our border. The worst anomaly of Barack Obama, he has doubled that number. And it's not just one month. It's every month. Twelve to 20,000 people coming across our border. So, please. I think it's more than that. Yeah. Some months. Uh, it's like 200,000. There are multiple
2: categories First, here. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think you might be speaking of – because you're right. It is like that number is up over 200,000. Because I remember mm-hmm. they had a chart they were giving out for months. Like, here's, the, here's the, their numbers. And look at it. It's kind of cl- close to last year. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't close. And then all of a sudden, it literally – Went off off the top off of the, chart. the charts because yeah. the, the, they had the top of the chart at 200,000 like it's never going to hit this. And then it went off the top it of the went chart over that.
0: Yeah. Asylum. Um, and, and maybe I, I don't know. Yes. I think that's uh, asylum uh, asylum seekers. Yeah, maybe just yeah. asylum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but so don't tell me about his Ugh. rapid deportation of asylum seekers. The, the, the Supreme Court had to force him back into the Trump policy. And quite honestly, I don't even know if that's been done. No, they've ignored a lot of the Supreme Court. Right. Just so ignored them. please give it a rest. Pat, thanks for stopping yeah. by. Back in just a minute. LifeLock. It's crazy with all of our kids online right now. Um, this is the same Internet that 20 or 30 years ago we were scared to get on because there were cyber hackers out there waiting to get us. Do you think that problem's gotten better or worse? Our kids are targets of all sorts of online threats, phishing, viruses and a whole lot more. Protecting their laptops, their phones is a good start and another reason to get LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect all of our lives. Every day we put information at risk on the internet and that's what cybercriminals are counting on. There's so many different things that can attack you that you can't you you're most likely you're going to be compromised at some point. Even LifeLock can't stop everything, but they have a team that will work with you to fix it in case they miss something. Protect what's yours right now. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. LifeLock.com promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're hoping to have uh, Michael Flynn on tomorrow's broadcast. Uh, Snopes did a um, uh, a look into did Chase really cancel Michael Flynn's credit cards due to reputational risk? Well, we have as well. Um, Chase Manhattan will not um, uh, comment on this. I don't think they would comment to Snopes either. Yeah, they didn't, which is mm. which is weird. You you just say no. We didn't especially because if it's something about your reputational risk you'd think this would be something you'd want to promote yeah let everyone know hey got rid of that guy Yeah. yeah um but if you read the snopes article they say we don't know for sure but there's a lot of reputational risk for chase to to want to distance themselves from this guy really and there's no reputational risk of being associated with chase bank because they just had to pay out almost a billion dollars because they were running scams uh, on uh, treasury notes. I mean, I don't know. That sounds kind of bad. Mm. Uh, but uh, oh, they also and Snopes also says uh, you know Deutsche Bank also has the same kind of thing. Deutsche Bank, they're worried about reputational risk. Deutsche Bank. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, So hopefully we will have General Flynn on uh, with us tomorrow uh, to talk about this. Um, But he stands by, at least in all of the uh, Twitter messages that I have seen from him. He stands by that they have canceled either his or someone in his family because of reputational risk of doing business with them. Uh, And hopefully we will have that answer from him on tomorrow coming up in just a second josh rogan an amazing very important voice on china because china's about to rake in the cash because we left afghanistan oh and guess who's making all kinds of allies oh and building new roads and bridges over in afghanistan josh rogan joins us in just a minute stand by No matter how you're feeling, there is no denying getting back out there at kind of an adjustment. So when the world gets too loud, I create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Sometimes you need upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with a soothing voice or melody. And no matter your soundtrack of choice, Raycon are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort and unlike some other brands, They don't stick out of your ears like little teeny white golf clubs. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. Raycons also start half the price of other premium audio brands and sound just as good, and they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. Get fifteen percent off Raycons at buyraycon.com slash back. That's buyraycon.com slash beck. Fifteen percent off your raycon order, buyraycon.com slash beck. Hello America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. The administration still is insisting that they've they've only got a couple of hundred people uh, that are American citizens that wanna get out. Uh, to get out. They haven't left anybody behind. Um, Even though last week they said there was about 15,000 Americans um, that are in Afghanistan and today they say that they've only rescued about 6,000 American citizens in Afghanistan, which kind of I don't know, common core math I I don't know how many uh, would be left behind you know, if there were 15,000 people there but it's probably 100 to 200. Does that work for common? I'll show you my math later. Uh, Why did we leave? And what are the consequences? Well, one of them is China growing ever stronger. We are joined by Josh Rogan, who is probably one of the more important voices, I think, in the world today. China's interest in Afghanistan. We go there in 60 seconds. Stand by. Glenn Beck program. Margaret lives in Pennsylvania. She's in pretty serious bind for a number of years. She suffered from pain in her feet so bad she could barely walk at all. A lot of the time she found herself finding ways to avoid walking. Pain was so bad. When she heard about relief factor, she of course was skeptical. I was too. A lot of things hadn't worked. But she didn't have anything to lose. She figured, I got 20 bucks. Might as well roll the dice. She gave it a try. Well, you know the old story, just after a few weeks of taking Relief Factor, her pain began to go away. These days, she's walking again, pain-free, thanks to Relief Factor. Margaret got her life back using Relief Factor. I did as well. Will you? 70% of the people who try Relief Factor for three weeks go on to buy more month after month. Now, why would you do that? They say after three weeks, if you're not feeling any effects on this, it's not going to work for you. So stop taking it. 70% 70% of the people it seems to work relieffactor.com 800-583-84 it's relieffactor.com 800-583-84 get your life back now Josh Rogan he's the author of Chaos Under Heaven uh, we just did a podcast together I think a couple of three weeks ago uh, it is a must watch podcast uh, It you will learn so much from uh, Josh and he joins us again today. Uh, he is a columnist, and don 't hold this against him for the Washington post. <laughs> Hi Josh. How are you? Great to be back with you Glenn. so i am uh, you know i 'm wondering uh, well first let's let 's start with let 's start with the simple stuff. The big winner here seems to be china uh, they are They are now looking to build new roads across parts of uh, of afghanistan they are looking at their their mineral mineral reserve uh which is enormous uh their lithium reserve tell me about the big winner here in afghanistan
3: right glenn well you know there are lots of different angles to this debacle we're seeing unfold in afghanistan just a disaster for american credibility and standing all over the world but And I try to, the way I look at it is that not everything in the world is related to China, but the competition with China actually plays out all over the globe in every part of it, and especially in uh, Southwest Asia. And I think this really gives us, gives China an advantage over us in several, several different ways. First of all, let's just talk about the the, the the big picture, right? That the, Joe Biden, our president, internationalist president, was supposed to bring America back. He was supposed to be proving that democracies can defeat autocracies. He was supposed to be convincing the rest of our allies to come along on this project of building or restoring or repairing whatever you like to call it, the international global world order, which is his entire plan for countering the rise of the Chinese Communist Party and the threat that it poses to our way of life. And boom, right out of the bat, he's losing democracies left and right. It's not just Afghanistan. Look at Myanmar. Look at Nicaragua. Look at, I don't know, uh, Tunisia. You know, all over the world, in eight months, autocracy is on the march. And if you're in any country that's sort of on the border between sort of, you know, a struggling country that's trying to do better, that's trying to lift itself out of suffering and tyranny, and you look at that, you have to say that, like, uh, America America talks the talk but doesn't walk the walk. And so that's the big that's the big picture here is that the big Chinese Communist Party argument has always been that democracy doesn't work. It's too messy. Once you give people freedom, they use it to you know produce fake news and all these things that we believe in, like, uh, you know, human rights and the rule of law are all just sham. That's what Xi Jinping wrote in a, a thing called document number nine, which is in my book, Chaos Under Heaven. It explains that his entire theory of the case is that the democracy and open and free societies don't work, okay? And that it's much better just to have a thuggish dictatorship, even though you might not like what it does all the time, well, you'll have more stability and safety. And that's what we're proving by handing over this country to a thuggish dictatorship. And that doesn't even get you to the minerals and the diplomatic you know, a uh, 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 power that we've yielded to Beijing and the fact that we throw our allies under the bus and we abandon our local partners and who around the world is going to want to work with us again and who around the world is going to believe us again when we go into some place and say, hey, we can make your lives better hmm. and uh, we're going to stick it out because we believe in these things that we profess to believe in. And but now China can go around the world and say, no, 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 that'll work for a little while until they get tired of you. And that's what they're saying to Israel and Taiwan and everyone else.
0: So Josh, um you said that um President G is is looking at uh a world and saying autocracies work, uh democracies don't. Well, I would posit to you that that is the belief of joe biden or at least those around him as he said before to the press um uh, to the select press the approved press right before his i guess you would call it a state of the union speech he said you know the jury's out on this and that's our that's that's our quest to find out If a democracy like ours can exist and uh, and actually hold its own against these autocracies. And I honestly believe he thinks that we can't. It's I mean, it's the great reset. That is that is the whole idea of build back better that you do have to take some of these rights away from people to be able to compete against China. This is exactly what we went through with the progressives in the 1920s and 1930s and 40s. Same thing.
3: Well, listen, you know, I think there's, there, there, there are similarities that you could draw, Glenn, but I think we should kind of avoid wrapping, uh, you know, our battle with tyranny at, at the Chinese Communist Party into our own domestic politics. You and I have talked about this a lot, right? We can, yes, there are, uh, 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 through lines, right, about, you know, government power and our, our ability to affect, you know, uh, 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 and to speak freely in our
0: own society. But it's not
3: the same. We shouldn't
0: draw... Uh, no, I'm it not saying it is the same. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that their view of a, a free republic, like we have constitutionally, that the left's idea of a free republic, uh, they don't necessarily believe in it either, uh, You know, Xi Jinping, he is, you know, he's, he's 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 to the extreme of that. But they're on the same road. They don't think that we can compete. They think this is an old, outdated model.
3: You know, I think there is something to that. They they're, they you know, you, you can't just preach democracy. You have to actually implement it at home. And I do think that, you know, the way the Biden administration is going is that, you have to conclude that they think that America's in decline and they're trying to manage that decline. Right. Now, what I say is that doesn't have to be the case. Now, if you're of the, that's sort of how Obama thought of it too, right? He's like, Oh, well, You know, it's just inevitable that these other countries are going to become so much more powerful than us. We should just manage our decline and hand off global responsibility. The problem with that, of course, is that when America withdraws, it's the bad guys who take over. It's like the worst actors, the strongest people, like the whoever's new at the zoo with all the guns and the money, in this case, the Taliban, who fills that void. So, yeah, I, you know, I I hear what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, that they... It's not over yet. Right. We have to fight against that, both at home and abroad, because if it is the same fight as you say, then, you know, we can't afford to lose either one. We can't afford to take our eye off either ball.
0: Uh, I talked to Nigel Farage yesterday, and uh, we've talked to some people over, uh, overseas in many different countries of our allies, and they all pretty much say the same thing. Uh, we, don't, we don't trust you anymore. What well, What is the effect of that on, on well, the I mean, average American citizen? Why should they care about that?
3: You know, if Joe Biden came to power criticizing for alienating allies, right, that was his old pitch, right? America's alone. America first means America alone. And here we are in the first eight months, and he's done as much to alienate allies as anyone else. And the reason that that affects all Americans, because if you're, Bought into this idea that you know America should you know uh, work with like-minded countries on all these projects. Well, then we actually have to do it. We actually have to uh, uh, put our money where our mouth is. And then if we can't get these countries on board, especially with regard to the China competition, well, then that's a big problem. If you know, it's one thing to lose Afghanistan to China. It's another thing to lose Europe. And that's sort of what we're staring at: is that you've got all these countries that should be on our side and that by our side, and not—I don't mean America's side. I mean on the side of. The things that we believe in on West. the side of freedom and democracy in the West and yeah. free and open societies and justice right. and you know and and human dignity right and 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 individual rights right the same things that you're talking about in our domestic debate you have pools of those people in all of these European countries but you know if they're watching their own people uh, get killed in Afghanistan due to our incompetence well then next time we go and ask them for help or tell them that they can trust us of course they're not going to believe us so again not is related to China but it is in a way undermining our ability to do exactly what Biden said he wants to do. that's really the big problem is that what they're saying and what we see on our TV screens are two two totally different things. You can't really undermine trust more than that. I mean, we just spent three weeks, even, I mean, look at all the Democrats who are watching their TV screens, you know, calling everybody they know in the administration to beg them to get their friends and family out of uh, this crazy, ugly, dystopian situation and failing because the state department and the Biden administration was so disobulated, so screwed up, just a mess. That's what I saw for the last 19 days, a total disaster, the avoidable disaster, predictable disaster, where real people died because of the incompetence, not ideology, it's just the sheer incompetence of this administration. And that's what the world sees too. So they, could, they might even believe that Joe Biden believes what he says, but if they don't think he has the basic incompetence to pull it off, then why would they bet their countries on it? It wouldn't make any sense.
0: I talked to somebody um, yesterday who um, was the chief of staff for a major allies um, uh, prime minister. And he happened to be friends of the prime minister of, uh, I want to say it's Albania. I I think I have that right. Albania. Um, Last week when I was in the Middle East, Albania was taking uh, Christian refugees. It's a great place for Christian refugees to go. Um, and uh, they had no problem taking it. The State Department called uh, the Albanian government and said, at the last minute, do not take any of these. And I asked, I asked this former aide who was speaking to the head of Albania, I think this prime minister, um, and I said, did he give you any indication on why? That happened. And he said, no, he thought it was very bizarre. And so do I. And they wouldn't assign just, a, a motive to it. But uh, that's not incompetence. What is that? Well, it's partially incompetence. And but see, I, I've heard, first of all, Glenn, that's
3: a horrible, horrible story. And uh, that needs to be reported out and several talked about of them. And I hope and, and and so do I. And that's why I say it's, a, it's it's shocking, but not surprising, because I've been dealing with stories like this for the last three weeks, like almost everybody else in Washington has. And all, they all go the same way. The State Department told us we were on our own. So we made we lifted heaven and, and earth to make arrangements to get our people out. And then the State Department screwed it up at the last minute. Yeah. And why is that going on? Because at, in the middle of this mess, they start that administration continued to make bad decisions on top of bad decisions. And in the end, they were looking out for their political interests and their political interests were to, first of all, make sure they don't get blamed for any of this stuff, which is not going to happen. And second of all, to get out the people that they cared about most. So when it, when push came to shove and they decided that they weren't going to extend the deadline again, for no other reason than the political reason, uh, they immediately started to tell everyone, forget about your people, we're going to get our people, our locally employed staff, and also Americans and green card holders, but really only the Afghans that the State Department wanted to be able to say, we saved these guys. And so everyone who had been working for two or three weeks to get their own friends and family out, equally deserving Afghans who had done equally heroic things, uh, they just got pushed aside because, uh, you know, that's the way that things were going. So, yeah, it is a mix of, political gamesmanship and a mix of incompetence uh all rolled into one it's a perfect storm of of idiocy uh that has cost people's lives lots of people's lives and we'll continue to do so because of the thousands we left behind
0: i think um it's the first time i've ever said this i think calling um uh, people idiots for this is the kindest <laughs> word uh, you could possibly yeah. use. This J- is
3: a family show, and I'm 16. <laughs> kind of uh, you know, I know. Go ahead. That you have very. But, but I heard what you said before I came on about you know American citizens and you know whether the numbers are right. The numbers are all screwed up, and you know they won't even tell you how they came to these 123,400 million whatever. It's all BS. But what's really insidious about that is that they want you to focus on the statistics so that you will be distracted from the stories, from the anecdotes, from the human suffering, right? Because I was dealing with American citizens who went through hell every day walking up to those gates with all of the documentation, either getting turned away by the Taliban. If they get past the Taliban, they got turned away by the Turks. If they get past the Turks... They got turned away by U.S. Marines, okay? This happened many, many times. Many, many reporters have already reported it. So don't sit there and tell me you did everything you could because the least you could have done was design a system that wasn't this totally, totally screwed up.
0: Josh, thank you so much. Um, As always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, He's the author of Chaos Under Heaven, uh he is probably I think the the leading voice on uh China and where they're going and what it all means uh and has a good head on his shoulders. Um columnist for the Washington Post, Chaos Under Heaven, Josh Rogan. Thank you so much, Josh. There you go. People all over America are discovering what a joy it is to cook on a tech. They're talking about it on social media with everything from pro tips to reviews to recipes for just about anything that you would want uh, about cooking on your RecTech. And quite a few things that you wouldn't have thought of. The RecTech community is alive and vibrant with energy. And I mean, it makes sense. They're excited, just like you'll be when you get one. Uh, the absolute top name in modern grilling is RecTech. It's a smart grill. It has smart grill technology. It is built like a rock, a hopper full of heat and delicious wood smoke. The Rectech stands head and shoulders above the competition. I urge you don't take my word for it. A, B, compare. You will not find anything, anything that stands up to a Rectech, at least in my opinion. I think it's. Amazing. RecTech. Follow them on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter, RecTech with a Q at the end, R E C T E Q dot com. That's RecTech, R E C T E Q dot com. 10 seconds, station ID. So I want to talk to you a little bit about um, incompetence and impeachability. Incompetence is not an impeachable offense. If it was, uh, I mean, we would have swapped, you know, presidents like we, you know, like like we were Great Britain and the way they swept uh, prime ministers and President Biden probably would have been removed uh, at least, at least as early as last week with the incompetence in Afghanistan. But. The founders set a very high bar for impeachment. For a president to be removed from office, he or she must be convicted by the Senate of treason, bribery, huh, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And of course, endless academic debate about what you know qualifies as a high crime or a misdemeanor. Yada 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 yada. Okay. I will tell you that there is this move to impeach Joe Biden and you can't impeach him because he sucks at his job. However. At least a misdemeanor, if you set aside the horrific deaths of 13 U.S. soldiers, and I don't know how you set that aside, but just for the sake of argument, let's say you can There's a small matter of fortifying an estimated $10 billion worth of military vehicles, weapons and equipment to the Taliban. The Taliban now controls over 150 U.S. aircraft, including four C-130 transport planes, 45 Black Hawk helicopters An estimated 600,000 automatic rifles, 2,000 armored vehicles, 16,000 night vision goggles. The Blackhawk helicopters we left behind cost you and me, the taxpayer, $945 million alone. Now, just a reminder, two years ago, less than two years ago, Trump was impeached by the House over a single phone call with the president of Ukraine about the timing of military aid to the Ukraine and about Ukraine's request to purchase some Javelin defense missiles. How much military aid? $391 million. Now, I'm no mathematician and I don't, I don't know Common Core, but $391 million is peanuts compared to $10 billion. And Ukraine is an ally. Now... I want to make the case for impeachment and we're going to talk to somebody uh, who is actually pushing for impeachment. She's a Republican from Colorado, Lauren Boebert. She's on with us calling on Biden to resign and calling for impeachment proceedings to begin. Does she have a case? We'll find out from her next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org So right now, home values are still rising. People all over America have suddenly become equity rich over the last year. It's not great that the housing market is actually like a roller coaster ride to hell, but it doesn't mean that there aren't any silver linings to be had for the average homeowner, especially if you're fiscally responsible. If that's you, I want you to take a little time out of your day-to-day and give American Financing a call. It might be time to reconsider a cash-out refi of your mortgage. Pay off your high-interest debt faster or fund a home improvement that's going to add even more equity to your home. Or maybe pay off that college tuition that's been hanging over your head. Whatever it is that you need, American Financing is the one that can help you get there. We're talking about your money from your investment why wouldn't you make it work for you the best it possibly could call american financing they've been helping people like you do just that for over 20 years american financing 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 it's americanfinancing.net miss
1: a minute miss a lot don't forget this show is available on podcasts every single day wherever you get your podcasts as long as well as Studio's america make sure to subscribe rate and review
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. There's a lot of talk of impeachment uh, going around, but I don't think Nancy Pelosi is is going to go along with it. However, should should our president be impeached? uh, You can impeach him for incompetence, although it's a political thing. I guess you could impeach for any reason but i would like to make a real one remember the ukraine that that was all about the timing of military aid to ukraine and the request of the ukraine to purchase some javelin defense missiles 391 million dollars well we've just handed the taliban not an ally 10 billion dollars 10 billion dollars during trump's impeachment trial the left said that Trump delaying military aid to Ukraine was cruel and dangerous to American national security. Well, what about the problems that have now been caused by President Biden that have directly led to Taliban controlling billions of dollars of the highest attack we have? Based on harm to the United States over the last two weeks alone, the damage done to the relationship and the trust with our allies, the outrageous waste and fleecing of American taxpayers, giving the Taliban a list of names of U.S. citizens and Afghani allies, not to mention the loss of American lives last Thursday, which is more impeachable? One phone call by the president or President Biden's Afghanistan Meltdown. This is why congressional Democrats should have checked themselves before they wreck themselves, lowering the impeachment bar so far, because Biden is soaring over that bar now. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is with us now. She is uh, the congressman from uh, Colorado. She's calling on Biden to resign and calling for impeachment proceedings to begin uh, to begin. Congresswoman, welcome to the program.
4: Thanks so much, Glenn. It's wonderful to be on uh, with you today. And um, I, I really do just want to stop and thank you and your listeners. And thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries and the Nazarene Fund. What y'all did, actually going to Afghanistan and rescuing over 5,000 endangered Christians is nothing but miraculous. Well, thank uh, you. That That's the American spirit right there. And that's American exceptionalism. Yeah. And that's the kindness and charity that we've been called to as Christians. So yes. thank you.
0: Thank you. That is, uh, it's, It's an exceptional audience. Um, This audience is incredible. Just incredible. I think the best in in the nation, uh, perhaps ever assembled on radio. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about your call for impeachment. What are you basing it on?
4: Well, there's a, there's certainly a lot that uh, Joe Biden has uh, done as a dereliction of duty. He has um, not fulfilled his oath of office as uh, as President of the United States and Commander-in-Chief. Um, you know, I-, I saw what you had to say while, while you were over there. And, and look, you're absolutely right. There has been no leadership on this issue, no leadership in protecting uh, endangered Americans, endangered Christians, no leadership in protecting our troops or our equipment and no accountability even for now the Taliban who's flying our Black Hawk helicopters with uh, seemingly uh, public hangings from them. Yes. No leadership is getting our citizens out. And I- I'm sure your listeners have heard that the last U.S. flight left Kabul yesterday and many Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan. That is unacceptable and that is infuriating. Where is the accountability? So far, there's only been one resignation because of this mess. It and it came from uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who resigned because he could no longer serve in a military run by such buffoons. And look at the track record of our so-called commander in chief and his re- regime, 85 billion in state-of-the-art military equipment has been handed over to terrorists. This so-called commander-in-chief has been taking orders from terrorists. They stranded Americans with no way to get home. They took orders uh, from the Taliban and directed our soldiers to clean the airport for these killers. And they allowed 13 of our brave men and women to be killed. Joe Biden needs to be resigned, he needs to resign. He needs to be removed. His military advisors who've shown that they are more focused on wokeness than winning need to resign. And if Joe Biden refuses to do that, then all options are on the table. That could mean the 25th Amendment and he could go home and take his nap and eat his applesauce, or that very well could mean impeachment. And my <laughs> office is working on that exactly. The incompetence of this regime is a national security threat. And myself and many members of the House Freedom Caucus are going to take a stand.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, what are the odds with Nancy Pelosi and uh, the Democrats in charge? What are the odds that you could actually move this forward?
4: Glenn, I am calling on just a handful of Democrats to take a stand against the Speaker of the House. I am in Washington, D.C. right now, demanding that members come back to Washington. If we can be called back into session from our recess to start the process of spending trillions and trillions of dollars unnecessarily, we certainly can be called back into session for this. I need Democrats to take a stand and show that they are not under the complete control of Speaker Pelosi, Uh, we have to put pressure on them. Uh, We have to put pressure on Republicans right now. Uh, I see primaries in the future of any Republican who does not call for action right now. The American people want something done. They are tired of politicians just talking about what needs to happen. They need action behind those words, and we have to be the ones who are doing it. That's why I'm in Washington, D.C. right now, saying it is worth being here to stop this madness and hold this regime accountable.
0: So what can my audience do to help you?
4: Everyone needs to be putting pressure on their members of Congress. We need the Congress to come together. We always hear about Democrats saying the Republicans won't work for them. Well, this is their opportunity to work with us, to work with us to make sure that America remains an exceptional nation, remains a free nation, remains uh, the strongest military force in the world who doesn't just give over their equipment to terrorists, to their enemies, and, and fund the opposite side. Of a war, we need them to come together with us and say there has to be accountability. Now, now think about it, Glenn. When uh, when our servicemen and women leave equipment behind, whether that's night vision goggles or any any piece of equipment uh, that that they have in their possession. They are held personally liable, whether that's uh, monetarily or they are demoted and they have a lesser rank. What is happening to Miley right now? What is happening to Austin right now? Where is the accountability for all of the $85 billion in equipment that has been left behind? I need just a handful of Democrats. To step up and say we are not going to stand for this. If they can uh, impeach President Trump over a perfect phone call and a perfect speech, uh, certainly they can take a stand against this and and show that they still have some dignity for this nation.
0: I will tell you that um, you know if we had if we had Marines, soldiers, airmen uh, that were as brave as one was last week, if we had one of those yes. per day that would mount quickly. Uh, It wouldn't take more than 20 that had real uh, sets on them and and was willing to walk away. And I know the American people would take care of those people. Um, And if they would just walk away and say, I can't do this because the upper brass has defiled and disgraced everything we stand for. If just 20 people would do it at once a day, one person a day, it would start to add up. But you've got just one guy and uh, and it made a big splash. But there, it's it's not going to change anything. One guy alone won't mm-hmm. change. He can inspire others. But where are the others?
4: I I certainly hope, uh, that Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Stuart Scheller is inspiring others to do the same. And I want him and others to know that we have their back. I have legislation that is being drafted in my office to reinstate his benefits. Uh, so he does not lose that from the time that he served our, our country. And, uh, so I want other people to know we absolutely have your back. Um, and we can certainly get this started while Republicans are in the minority. Uh, but we will have the majority in 2022. And there will be a day of reckoning. So all of these people who are are worried about taking a stand right now know that we have you.
0: Let me ask you one last question. Have you thought about Kamala Harris as president? (laughs) Does it get any better?
4: uh so of course that is uh the number one question when you start thinking about impeachment and and discussing that you start going down the list well do we really want president harris do we really want president pelosi um she certainly has uh shown what she does with the people's house here in washington dc i can imagine what she would do with the white house so i have legislation uh that will be introduced uh in, in impeaching both biden and harris and nancy pelosi can follow them out the freaking door um she certainly needs to be held accountable for this as well and um we have called as uh, the freedom caucus we have called on leader mccarthy um to introduce uh, a, a resolution to vacate the chair
0: holy cow uh has that been done before
4: um, I, I don't know if that's actually been done, uh, but this is something that we are pursuing because this is uh, serious. This is uh, a national security threat at this point to have this kind of leadership in America. And so everyone needs to be held accountable. We're not just stopping with sleepy, sluggish Joe. We're going down to uh, absent Harris and uh, and Pelosi as well. Um, we absolutely need to vacate the chair. Think about it, Glenn. Nancy Pelosi would not be Speaker of the House right now if she hadn't built a plexiglass penalty box for COVID-positive members of Congress to vote her in as Speaker of the House. They only have a five person majority right now and she built a, uh, a a a box in the house chambers so covid positive members can come into this building with covid and vote for her as speaker of the house she has a very slim majority and she needs to be removed as speaker she needs to be removed from the chair and we need to have actual leadership in place here mm.
0: Uh, well, I, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate your, uh, willingness to stand. I've, I loved it. I mean, you still own the, uh, you still own the bar, right?
4: Uh, yeah. So my restaurant, my restaurant. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Shooter's grill. Uh, I, I loved you when you first came out and I love the fact that you are still as spirited as you were, uh, then thank you for keeping an eye on them. Uh, let us know when we can, we can help. Thank you so much
4: thanks so much glenn
0: you bet that was uh <laughs> that was uh, congressman uh lauren Boebert uh from uh colorado all right let me tell you about the uh tuttle twins back to school new teachers new friends new indoctrination yeah it's going to be great stuff like how there are 33 genders marxism is great god is dead Of course everything sucks because of democracy but capitalism is the real problem that and white racism ah to be young and in school again unfortunately this is the stuff that's taught all over the country right now by the way did you see the daily wire just put out a list of all of the teachers in the country that have said i'm going to teach it anyway hmm that's a good idea. Look at see if you're see if some of your teachers are on that list. It's remarkable. Just remarkable. Anyway, the um, one thing you can do to push back is to make sure your kids have good stuff put into their heads as well. Um, members of this family are uh, members of uh, this staff and of this audience are now reading to their kids. Uh, The 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 best series I have found to teach liberty fundamentals, uh, to teach how the free market works, all of the things that, you know, most of us don't even know. And you can learn it with your kids and I mean, little kids as well. Tuttle Twins, the Tuttle Twins books can be found now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They tell it all in a story form and your kids will love it. It's 35% off now. They'll throw in all the activity books for free. Buy them for your kids and your grandkids. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get 35% off today. This is the Glenn Beck program. One of our uh, congressional nerds uh, here at the uh, at the blaze said, I I think the evacuation of the chair is what led to Boehner uh, leaving. Uh, Mark um, Meadows Meadows,
1: did that in 2015. Right. Which was it would I don't think it necessarily went through all the way, but it was one of the reasons he was forced out. Basically also happened. They attempted in March 1910. Uh, House Uh-oh. members launched a surprise bid to unseat uh, autocratic speaker Joe Cannon. According to House historical records, after a marathon two-day session, Cannon himself forced the issue to a vote by moving to declare the chair vacant. Cannon's motion failed, and he kept the speakership, essentially winning by losing, but his power was sharply diminished. Obviously, just like everything else in the government, it makes total sense. Right. Right. I mean, if you didn't understand what I just said, I can't, I can't help you. What do you mean you don't understand you can win by losing? (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Uh, Such a bizarre place. Uh. But I mean, anything to take power away from Nancy Pelosi. Honestly, the biggest, uh, the best argument, because I've been saying this too, like Joe Biden is really bad, but I don't want Kamala Harris as president. The best argument for actual removal of Joe Biden right now is they would lose the Senate. Because you would move yeah. Kamala Harris into the presidency with a vacated vice presidential seat. They would have to confirm a vice president in the Senate, which is a 50-50 chamber, with no tie-breaking vote because there's no current vice president. So the Republicans could stop the Democrats from holding the
0: Senate. No,
1: stop it. Bid Romney is there. <laughs> True. You know one of them would be like, oh, I just think that we have... To. Of course, I would say, if I'm Kamala Harris, I do not want a situation where the next comp- in line for the presidency is Nancy Pelosi. Ooh,
0: no. I do not want that no. situation. No, no thank but you. I, also, I would live in a Kevlar I, box. I also don't want somebody competent behind me either. No. You know what I mean? No. It needs to be a clown but not Nancy Pelosi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. When does 22 <laughs> arrive? Is that soon? Banana. Oh. Ro- Don't you dare say. Oh, I can't be worse no, than I'm this No, i there's at least an election Don't there. even say it. Hello, America. I'm going to give you an update on uh, what's happening in, in the world, and there's a lot happening. Uh, and what we're all going to do about it in 60 seconds. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. First, may I tell you about um, American financing? It's a struggle sometimes just to wake up every day and be you for the whole day. Life doesn't take prisoners, you know, and if you're not the type of person who keeps an eye out for the areas to be fiscally responsible, they're not really likely just to fall into your lap. By the way, have you heard the latest on the tax plans for for Joe Biden? (gasps) Small businesses, you're going to love this. Anyway, back to saving you money. American financing uh, has been doing this for about 20 years. Uh, Can you consolidate your debts and pay them down faster uh, can you save money by uh, refinancing your mortgage? How about paying off the student loans? I mean, you could wait for Biden to do it. He just did another, I think, $9 billion of student loans. There's nothing like buy-in votes. I mean, paying off loans. Anyway, American financing can help you save money. Please uh, call them. I've been doing business with them for about 20 years. They've been business for about 20 years. I started with them when they were just a small local operation. Now they're coast to coast, but still run with the same family and family values. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I want to uh, I want to play something that you've heard a million times before. But perhaps not like this, and you don't usually pay attention to the words. I want you to listen to our national anthem.
2: It's not an our national anthem? <laughs>
1: no, listen to the national anthem and then this song. this is it.
0: things that are going on in our world America the beautiful has the answers but we just never really listen to the answers or put them into practice started as a poem. It was originally called Pike's Peak. It was first published 4th of July in 1895 just in a church periodical. Believe it or not, its lyrics were written by Kathy Bates. Not the Kathy Bates, just another Kathy Lee Bates she was 33 years old she was an English professor at Wellesley College and she had decided to take a train trip to Colorado Springs she was going to teach at Colorado College 1893 and she was inspired by what she saw out of the window. She had stopped at the World Exposition in Chicago. The White City is what it was called. It was the first time lights had ever been seen and lit up an entire uh, city like that. Electric lights powered by the first dam ever built in Niagara by Westinghouse and Tesla. And it had a promise of the future in its gleaming white buildings. She saw the wheat fields. She saw the majestic view of the Great Plains from high atop Pike's Peak. It is our national, it is our national hymn. But not our national anthem. It was, uh, it was taken by the Star-Spangled Banner, uh, which FDR put in, I think, in 31 or so. But we don't ever sing America the Beautiful and ever really listen to its lyrics. Except for the spacious skies and amber waves of grain or purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain. Blah, 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 blah. My my favorite lines in this from the original poem O oh beautiful for glory tale of liberating strife when valiantly for man's avail man lavish precious life it's been changed to something much Better, Oh, beautiful for heroes proved. How do you prove a hero? We're so fortunate to live at this time because we will know who we were born to be. Because we will be proved. We will have to be. We are being tested. We are being pushed and prodded. So who will we be? Oh, beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. Think of those last two lines. Who more than self their country loved. Do you know those people? And love doesn't mean anything to be crass when she's hot, young, and sexy. Love means something when it's up against the rocks. Love means something when it's hard. Who more than self their country loved and mercy more than life. We have seen this time and time again in our soldiers. Mercy more than life. They have gone out of their way. You haven't seen the images that I have seen. Of the babies that were thrown over the razor wire. The babies that didn't make it over the razor wire. And fought until they had no fight left in them. And the heroes that tried to get them out. And the heroes that did catch the ones that made it over the wire. America, may God thy gold refine. Gold is refined by burning out the imperfections. And that is what's coming, a burning out of our imperfections, whether we like it or not. All of us contain those. Because life is like a refiner's fire. I love the I just love this verse for a couple of reasons, the. The line in liberating strife. Heroes proved in liberating strife, meaning that everything we are taught today is upside down. Everything we believe today, everything we are taught today, everything we're doing, trying to take people's strife away, trying to say you will never, ever have strife. You will never, ever, ever be hurt. You'll never feel pressure. You'll never feel alone. Sometimes those things are liberating if you allow them to be. But you can also say that strife is bad and that strife is just holding you down and get them. It's those people over there. But that is something who, that comes from somebody who loves themselves more than their country. And loves life more than Mercy. You know what the problem with our country is we are no longer striving to be these things. In that last verse, may God thy gold refine till all success is nobleness and every gain divine. It doesn't say that's who we are. It's asking. It's a prayer. It's asking. Please, refine us. Refine why we're even we're driven by gold we want it to be nobleness. All of our gains should be nobleness. Please refine us. And when he starts, we take that away. When we go to church and somebody says, Hey, you know, there are some things that are universal principles and you can say that they're, you know, you know, Jeb's 10 good safety tips or the 10 commandments from God, but they work. And they've worked for thousands of years because they understand how men are. You know, if you have a biblical worldview, your worldview is that men, men are not inherently good. They're not. Men are inherently bad. You don't believe it. Just let yourself go. Just let yourself go. Don't try to be a better person. And I can guarantee you, you will be a person that disgusts you in five years. Just do what feels good. Man is not good, inherently. Man can be good, but he has to strive for those things. He has to say, Refine me. Give me strife in where I can find real liberty. Help me strive for the kind of success that's nobleness. There are simple things that are all around us that we have ignored. That tell us the truth of who we are. And how to fix our country. What do you say today we just start with the 1911 version of the poem called Pike's Peak? Or as you know it, America the Beautiful. <laughs> Should be our national anthem. Shirk sure, still. Cheryl lives in Texas. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, I was actually a bit skeptical that this would have any effect on my dogs, but the difference is unbelievable. I decided to buy this when my 11-year-old dog had surgery, wasn't really doing well. Within a week's time, she was playing like a pup. I'm totally amazed at how much better both of my dogs' digestion has been. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Rough Greens. Yes, another satisfied customer. You know, it's funny that, uh, the, uh, the pet parent, if you will, to be politically correct, is crazy happy about how much their dog loves the food. But they're like our family. And, you know, when your kids eat their food and they like it, you love it. Rough greens, not a dog food, but rather a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. And Dogs love it because it tastes amazing, apparently. Meanwhile... They're getting the vitamins and the minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. Check them out today. I think your dog is going to love it. Just get a free bag right now to make sure your dog will eat it. And if your dog loves it as much as my dog, then, you know, get a real bag, get a full bag uh, and sprinkle it on their food for a couple of months and watch the difference in your dog. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com. Ten-second station ID. Mm. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want you to know that uh, what you have done is truly remarkable. Uh, with the Nazarene Fund, truly, truly remarkable. Uh, I am, I'm talking to people all over the world um, who are <laughs> uh, amazed at you and also begging for your help. Uh, we have had thousands of requests, and we are still getting them. Please help us. We're trapped. And I want you to know we're doing everything that we can, and we are working with great a great coalition. I mean, these are people that everybody kind of had their separate thing going, and we all came together because some people had strength in one area and we had strength in another. And together, remarkable things are happening. I, I, uh, I better not give you a, an exact number um, or just off the top of my head because I'll get it wrong, but thousands thousands of people because of you are now free Um, and it is more than the 5100 that we announced last week it is significantly more than that 5100
1: number it continues to amaze me yeah it really is incredible Uh, everything that the audience has done of course and everything that they're doing on the ground and whatever i mean i have no idea what you know, I don't know how this stuff works, but they seem to be able to, to, to navigate these impossible waters in a really chaotic situation, too. I mean, I, I don't Very, know how they do it. I don't know how they do uh, it.
0: I mean, I was amazed last night, um, you know, because we're expecting to get one out, a, out at a time, you know, if we're lucky. Sure. Uh, and uh, several hundred were saved last night and are in safety today. Just last night, several hundred, some of them U.S. citizens. I wish I could ask, I have like a thousand questions after that
1: statement, but you can't answer any of them, I I would
0: assume. At at some point, we will tell everything we know. As soon as this nightmare is passed, you know, it's going to start in other countries. It already is. It already is. In Syria, um, they bombed a Christian uh, village where I can't give you details on that uh, because let's just say a lot of lives were lost. That were um, Very near and dear to our hearts mm. um, And uh, Another suicide bomb We think it's a suicide bomb Went off I think in Iraq yesterday Again targeting Christians uh, The world is learning The, the, the Islamists are learning there isn't. They don't care They don't care Well I'm glad they don't know As much as you know We do care And we're coming we're coming. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Last week, Double Line Capital founder uh, Jeff Gunlock paved a roadmap for the U.S. dollar losing its reserve currency status. And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I know that sounds crazy. And most people don't know what that means. That means you're going to... When we switch currencies, forget about reserve currency status. Just switching currencies, you're going to probably lose about 60% of everything that you have. Losing reserve currency status, we could become a uh, second world nation quickly. Please find out if gold or silver is for you. The purchase this week of a tube of $5 gold Indian coins you'll receive the fame two ounce uh, silver maple flex bar at no cost and one of Goldline's new branded one ounce silver bars at no cost as well. You shouldn't need encouraging to stock up on gold or silver. You should just be able to read the news of the day. Please take advantage of this promotion and call them at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Head over to blazetv.com slash
1: Glenn. You get Studios America, Pat Gray Unleash, Glenn, and so much more with the
0: promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. We have a couple of updates for you. Uh, first of all, on General Flynn and Chase Manhattan canceling uh, either his or people in his family's credit cards uh, all day yesterday. Chase said that they would not respond. They would not respond to uh, Snopes as well. Um, And General Flynn is standing by it. We just have an update from the blaze. Yeah, Leon Wolf
1: has been all over this and, and has now confirmation from Chase that this was, in fact, sent to Flynn's wife.
0: That's what I told you yesterday.
1: Yeah, but they now say it was sent in error and that the card will not be canceled. Oh, that's just coming in
0: from really. They couldn't tell us that yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Took a little time, apparently. Yeah, it took a little time to figure out that was maybe an error. Sometimes errors happen. Sometimes
1: they do, you know. Golly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. If you think about this, too, like the reason why this was an error Right. Maybe it was. Who knows? But the reason why, <laughs> is, let's just be given the best possible I, I'm, I'm, best I'm possible sure. face on it. <laughs> OK, all right. uh, that it was an error. Yeah. But probably isn't corrected without the pressures of social media. Yes. However, General Flynn doesn't have his social media accounts. Hmm. Now, luckily, the other people were wound up basically taking up his cause for his credit card and going to social media, which eventually pressured them into doing it, along with media pressure from. Uh, Leon and the blaze uh, to make that you know happen but it's pretty interesting when you start taking away and deplatforming. it's not just your free speech rights that go away and it's I, your ability to affect anything yeah it's it's your ability to do these things that we've now that have now become part of our society mm-hmm. you know and again I, I rights is you know I know that there's obviously disagreements on on how that all works but it does really affect your life uh, and in this case it looks like it's if it's the, the, the right thing is occurring here after you know pressure from you know the
0: blaze i'd still cancel my credit cards with chase yeah you yeah, no kidding <laughs> uh, i mean you know oh it was an accident yeah well this one isn't i'm no longer doing business with jp morgan <laughs> snip 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 uh all right um let me give you an update on something else i just found out about this this morning and when i found out about it i thought that smells like bullcrap um and so i I got a hold of the CEO and COO and everybody else invo- involved with the Nazarene Fund because I saw a tweet from Vet Sheepdogs U.S. Now, normally I would immediately just take Vet Sheepdogs U.S. at their word. But seeing that it was against me or the Nazarene Fund, I uh, I didn't take them at their word. Uh, They are a 501C3, a veteran organization with a sheepdog mentality to advocate for all veterans. Uh, Their tweet went out this morning. uh, It said uh, Glenn Beck's group, it's a Nazarene font, committed $600,000, then decommitted helping get our flight, uh, helping our flight get off. State Department is aware and not happy. (laughs) Okay. Well, a first tip is that this person doesn't know what they're talking about or they're on the wrong side is uh, that they called the State Department and they got somebody on the phone that said, oh, my gosh, that happened to you. That's horrible. Uh, Okay. well, uh, really, because we can't even get the State Department on the phone usually. Um, But anyway, so I immediately called and I said, all right, does anybody know? Is this true? What happened if it is? Let me reassure you now. This is not true. Not true. There was no money ever committed to this group or for this plane. And apparently they were going to take the dogs that were left behind, which my heart breaks for the dogs. Um, and I think it's wrong that they left the dogs behind, but they were going to take the dogs and put them on the plane. And then apparently because they did reach out to us, um, Let's see here. We were contacted um, by many of our partners asking about this plane that was transporting dogs and charging for additional seats at $6,000 to $10,000 a seat to get out of Kabul airport. We, of course, because we're good stewards with the money. We, of course, asked for some detail. We did our due <laughs> diligence, tried to get background. You didn't just throw the $600,000 No, we at didn't. Them? We no? didn't. Mm. Um, so we got a hold of the person who was selling these tickets, and he asked us for $600,000. Well, we don't ever sell tickets. We won't get involved with people who are selling tickets. Now, you can do that. That's fine. But we're not charging to get to freedom, I don't think that is is right to do. And luckily, we have the money, we don't have to. So we don't ever charge anyone that we rescue anything for those seats ever. On the phone call, this person said he needed $600,000. Honestly, we have provided flights for many people who are rescuing people. We have we are you know, at one point, especially last weekend, it was like, you got a plane full of people. Okay, you can vouch for them. Can you see the list? Great. Go. We were helping in any way, and they were helping us in any way. We were all working together, and we would have been happy to provide a flight, uh, but they couldn't provide any clearance or proof into uh, Kabul. Had, been, had they been able to provide proof of clearance, we could have gone to the next step. Which was, we got some other questions. Um, My team, I am told, asked this individual, can you provide clearance paperwork into Kabul, the call sign, tail number, and clearance code? If you don't have that, you don't have a plane. You don't have a way to get, if you, give me your tail number. And if you have the plane, give me the call sign, the tail number, and then give me the clearance code, because nothing's flying in. So you can give me a tail number. Now do you have the clearance code? Because I'm not going to give you $600,000 if you can't land the plane. They didn't have it. How are you getting them through uh, to the gates of the airport safely? Because we can't do that. And I don't know anyone who can. You're coming with dogs and people? How are you doing that? Because maybe we maybe we could learn something from you. Couldn't provide that. Where are you taking them? How would you get them through the Taliban checkpoints? What kind of diplomatic paperwork do you have? These are all questions that would have been asked. Some of them asked, but really kind of stopped at. You don't have a clearance code. You don't have a tail number. If you can't give us the clearance proof into Kabul, you don't really have a plane. We would have loved to help them, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not making any of these decisions. Um, You know, I don't know as much compassion that I have for dogs. I love dogs, and it killed me yesterday to see those dogs on the tarmac. You know, the Nazarene Fund, we didn't come to you and ask to save a plane full of dogs. Now, if you could have had dogs in the aisle uh, and people on the rest of the plane, I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. Love to help them with that. Uh, but we never, ever said anything about giving them $600,000. Uh, we have had other multiple nonprofits who have been contacted already by this group who also have chosen not to fund this group for similar reasons. I don't know anything about them other than this tweet is a lie. And uh, you're going to see things like this because we're the ones to pick on. We're the ones to that will get people's attention. I'm sorry that they felt that that was necessary. If there are dogs, I hope that they can get those dogs out. Um, but uh, the way to isolate yourself and not be able to get anything done Is to start alienating all of the people that can help you. We have helped so many, and we ourselves have tens of thousands of requests to help. And I can't tell you how many times we've looked at each other in board meetings, and I have—they've all looked at me—and I've—I've gone, I, I don't think we can help them. And I'm talking about women and children. I'm talking about things that if there was any way we could help them, we would. This is weighing so heavily on everyone, uh, on our entire staff, uh, at Mercury One, at the Nazarene Fund, and I know on many of your hearts. We are doing our very, very best and we'll make mistakes, I'm sure. Um, but they will be honest mistakes. And this wasn't one of them. We never promised $600,000 to this group. We never had an agreement with them. We never got that far with them. Uh, we have uh, Bill Johansson-Burkson on the phone. Yes, Hello. Hi, Bill. Hi, Hi, yes. Hi, Glenn. I
2: love what you're doing with Nazarene Fund. Just a big fan. Thank you for saving all these people.
1: I run an organization called Veteran Goldfish Patrol, and we support goldfish who help our troops. Yeah. And currently,
0: right now, I have four million goldfish on the ground in Kabul. Have, um, wait, I, did, I've got a plane ready to go. Do you help, you help veterans, right? We do. We'll okay, help so to, you've agreed. Now, $4 million <laughs> is what I will need uh, to, get the, to get these the, goldfish. How'd you get the goldfish <laughs> onto the tarmac? I mean, that seems like a lot of bowls or well, a well, lot well, of water. I will
2: say it's one giant bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How'd you get that bowl over the over the razor wire?
1: Well, it's a flying bowl. It's so a flying ball. Yeah, so why? So, why,
0: wait, so why? do you need money to put the maglev onto a plane? It can fly itself. We're charging the fish a thousand dollars a fish.
1: So you need to give us a
0: four hundred <laughs> <Well, laughs> billion dollars. No, yeah, price if has gone up. Agreed, uh, <laughs> the
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It's a man. laughs>
0: uh, i will tell you i would feel less badly about leaving uh. the goldfish than the, than the dogs yes no it's true it's true i do feel bad for the doggies i do i saw that yesterday and it just broke
1: my heart it sucks it sucks um you know and then it- i found out this morning that
0: I'm the rat bastard that left them behind. (laughs) Who knew? Wow. Who knew? It was crazy. Okay. Well, it's about time to call it a day here at the old Blaze Studios, here at the Mercury Studios. I mean, the sun is starting to set. Not really. But uh, they'll turn my microphone off, and I'll push back from my desk, and I'll tuck Stu in for for the night under his desk right here. He just Mm. sleeps under his desk. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll go home to my delightful bed for the night, and unlike Stu, who will toss and turn on the hard floor all night, I'll be asleep as soon as my head hits my pillow. The comfy, comfy my pillow, and the comfy mattress topper. I'll curl up beneath my delightful Giza dream sheets and drift off to sleep, Uh, knowing that Stu is still on this hard floor (laughs) underneath his desk. Giza Dream Sheets now on sale for a limited time, 50% off with promo code Beck. Yes, I know what you're saying. Glenn, why don't you at least get him a pair of Giza Dream sheets? Because you really need a mattress to really appreciate them. So I'm not really in the mattress giving business. Um, remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener special specials to get the, the Giza dream sheets as low as forty nine ninety nine with the promo code Beck it is uh, mypillow.com promo code Beck the Glenn Beck program Stu I just got this online online and this has to be true because I just got this online okay According to the World Property Journal, Donald Trump has quietly purchased a $19 million complex in a fortified compound off the U.S. coast. What? Yeah. And the Obamas... Have coincidentally followed in the fa- same footsteps. What they bought an island retreat for fourteen point eight million dollars. Oh no, that means something. Yep, yeah, Well, why have two former presidents yeah. who have publicly not been best friends at all <laughs> suddenly bought property in strange places? Are they
1: married to each other?
0: Oh, is there something they're running oh. from? Oh. What? Oh, okay. What do they know that you don't know? Uh, yeah. Something is happening behind the scenes in America. And it threatens us all. I wish I had a place to click. There's a click right here to find out more. Should I click or do you think that might be bad? (laughs) Definitely won't be a virus download. (laughs) You don't think so? No. Wow. I mean, he has an island property. The oh Obamas gosh. have an island property. Rich people like islands. What are what the odds a, that two of them would like Trump islands? And Trump is living in a fortified compound. Uh, why would former presidents <laughs> buy fortified compounds? I can't
1: I can't think imagine. Of a
0: something strange is going on.
1: I'm i might so i mean i'm just so. gonna guess here but the continental united states will have a massive earthquake that will sink the entire thing to the floor of the ocean and they have only the islands will survive i mean that's oh, the only my thing my i can come up with oh my gosh it's gotta oh my be gosh and you well, know that takes over then that's the veteran goldfish patrol yeah, right that's because they can they can handle that situation yeah. we can't God, that whole thing ties together <laughs> it, it ties it together really it really does I never thought of it that way. And we don't have now a veteran goldfish patrol because you've refused
0: to save them. (laughs) But do I have an island retreat someplace? (gasps) Mm -hmm. Did I just buy a $32 million island (laughs) retreat? (laughs) 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 Well, Beck admits on the air, he Mm -hmm. just purchased a $32 million island retreat. Mm. We told you that's why they turned down the goldfish fund. Yeah. (laughs) It is why, I'm sure, why you do, why you turned down the goldfish fund. Yeah. Oh,
1: sad, sad story. I mean, it not it amazing, Glenn? I mean, we we started this show in national syndication, went on the air, what, September 14th, 2001? Something like yeah. that it was right after yeah. September 11th. We were supposed to go on the air in January, but they moved up uh, the launch of the show uh, after we signed our deal in August uh, because of the, the attacks. And right. so here we are 20 years later. Yeah and this they say this war is over it's an odd thing to say though when we have hundreds of people on the ground still i don't (laughs) i I feel like i was just guaranteed by joe biden to george stephanopoulos this exact thing would not occur yet somehow it seems to have occurred huh that is weird but that was like more than four or five days ago
0: so it really (laughs) doesn't really doesn't it was like a week ago. doesn't matter doesn't matter have you heard about the compound That Donald Trump is secretly purchased off the coast of America? With that knowledge, what difference does it make?
5: (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.